I want people to realize that mental wellness starts in the gut. And if they can start there, they'll be amazed at how much how much better they can be. Not only are they feel better, but I say this to people all the time, you will become the best version of yourself. And that's going to be good for you because you're going to feel better, but it's going to be good for everybody you interact with. It literally ripples out from that person. That person is now better in their family. They're better with their friends. They're better in their community. It just, I mean, when you're better, you have, you have, your cup is full and you're able to pour out to other people. And that, that is, it can be life changing. Hi friends, it's Brittany Moses, and you're listening to the Faith and Mental Wellness Podcast, the podcast at the intersection of faith, mental health, and wellness, where we get to dive into expert insights and the realities of those with lived experience to help us live more insightful, connected, and wholehearted lives. We understand that the views shared here are respectively held by each individual and is not a substitute for professional care or an alternative to seeking personal help from your clinician or provider and is ours to discern. So sit with us. This podcast episode is brought to you by UHSM HealthShare, a unique healthcare membership on a mission to create holistic wellness for the mind, body, and spirit. I'm honored to partner with UHSM and its community of faithful members. Together, we plan to create more awareness and programs around mental health and the role it plays in our overall balanced health. If you or someone you know is frustrated with their current health care, I encourage you to inquire about membership options at www.uhsm.com. Happy New Year to you, my friend. Happy 2022. I hope your year is off to a phenomenal start. And if not, take it slow, you know, take it one day at a time. We don't have to have every single thing accomplished by January. Have grace for yourself. Amen. Um, I don't know about you, but I feel like 2021 went by so fast. It's kind of a blur and I'm super excited for all we have in store. And today we're starting the year off talking all about mental fitness. It's positioning yourself in a place of thriving mentally, physically, emotionally for your overall mental well-being. It's being on the offense when it comes to your mental health, right? And who better to talk about this with than Dr. Sean Talbot, the author of Mental Fitness Itself. Dr. Sean is a psychonutritionist who studies the link between food and mood. His research has focused for nearly two decades on the links between nutrition, biochemistry, and psychology. He is the author of 14 books, including two textbooks, and his work on mental fitness has been featured at the Olympic Training centers, the White House, and the TED stage. Hello. So today we're talking all about the brain-body biome connection, which we've talked about similarly before, kind of that gut-brain connection. What is mental fitness? What does a mental fitness diet look like to optimize our, our mental health through our eating and overall well-being? There is such a wealth of knowledge and information in this episode that you do not want to miss. So let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back to the Faith and Mental Wellness Podcast. I am super excited for today's episode. I have been counting down. I have Dr. Sean Talbot here. How are you doing today? I'm great, Brittany. Thanks for having me on. I have to admit, 
I'm having this conversation for selfish reasons. I really want to ask you all these questions personally <laughs> <laughs> because your research has focused for nearly two de decades on the link between nutrition, biochemistry, and psychology. And um, it's just such a unique space that I appreciate so much. That's what we're all about here. And that's literally like your, the DNA of what you do. So uh, <laughs> I'm <great>. stoked. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, it's it you know it's funny how how like this whole field has sort of blossomed in the in just the last few years. So my PhD is in nutritional biochemistry, um, oh. but the kind of work that I've been doing that you know that sort of link between food and mood these days is called nutritional psychology. You know, so like that, it's like it's a whole scientific discipline that exists today that didn't exist twenty years ago. You know, exactly. And I'm so excited about that because you know when I you know. I, when I went to school, at least at UCLA, like when you had your psych courses, but that was just totally separate from anything having to do with nutrition. I had to actually on my own took nutrition courses um, myself just to have that some type of linkage of understanding. But it the integration just it's 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 treated very separately academically, at least in my experience. Right, exactly. And even even still in in like the pure nutrition fields, you know, so, you know, if you went to a nutritional biochemistry department now, you would, you know, there'd be this understanding of, yeah, if you eat, if you eat better, you're going to feel better. And if you eat fast food, you're probably going to feel worse. But, you know, there, there is this whole scientific discipline now when we start talking about the gut brain axis and the microbiome where we can actually get really specific about why does this particular food or why does this particular nutrient help somebody feel good or bad or fatigued or energetic or motivated or sluggish or all that kind of stuff. Like we're really starting to tease out all that, all those moving parts, which is really exciting from the perspective yeah. of a scientist is that you can, you can now be almost therapeutic for people and say, look, if you're not feeling the way you want to feel, there's ways that we can actually target that and help you feel happier, help you feel more resilient or help you feel more relaxed or whatever it is that you're, that you're trying to do. We can do that through nutrition. Oh, so exciting. Now you're speaking my love language. I am so excited about all of this <laughs> and the field of nutritional psychology, nutritional psychiatry um, that we've talked a bit about here. But you, you know, you really have dove into it with your book about mental fitness. Um, and I got to I've gotten to read through it. Let me just ask really quickly. Will that be live? We can edit this part out. Will that have been live yet? Or is that live yet for me to share? Um, yes, it's like, yeah, totally live. Yep. So, okay. so yeah, so the book, the book came out, the book came out, um, uh, middle of September. Sorry, yeah. Um, it's, it's sold out on Amazon twice in the first week, which is a, which is a really good oh, sign, I think. Um, so like, you know, that tells me, that tells me like there, there's an appetite for people to understand more about, I want to feel better. How do I do it? And that's what, that's what mental fitness is all about. Yeah. And that's what I was going to ask. Like, what is mental fitness how would you just define it yeah it's it's you know that's a that's a really good question because mental fitness is is so 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 let me let me define it from a from from two different perspectives right so if we're talking talking about it from a psychology perspective like a um a, the part of part of the work that i do is i i study something called psychological vigor so in psychology research as i'm sure you're well aware uh vigor is this is the opposite state from burnout so most people know what burnout is right if you're burned out you 
you don't have energy, you kind of have brain fog, you just feel blah, you're not motivated. Vigor is the opposite state of that. Vigor is how people want to feel. Um, in positive psychology, they use a different word. They use a word called flourishing. And mm -hmm. flourishing is very similar to vigor. And burnout is very similar to another term that they use called languishing. So mm -hmm. it's, it's, it, it, it's important to understand that, that flourishing and vigor um, are, are how people want to feel. If we feel that way, not only do we feel good, and not only are we motivated, and not only do we have energy, and not only do we have good focus and creativity, but we just feel like getting something done. It's a very sort of like, a, almost like an actionable kind of feeling where you want to get up and get stuff done. The, the downside of, of, of that, or the opposite side of that, languishing or burnout, it's not quite depression mm -hmm. and it's not quite anxiety. So it's a, it's a differentiated situation from like having a disease. It's like these people aren't diagnosed with anything. They just don't feel the way that they want to feel, you know? And I think that's a very important distinction. There's, we can have a conversation about mental health. Are you healthy or, or are you sick? Or we can have a conversation about mental wellness. Are you fit or are you unfit? And that's, that's what I'm talking about when I'm talking about mental fitness is that idea of fitness and motivation and, and feeling as good as you can feel so you can get stuff done. I love that so much, especially like coming through a pandemic. I think that there was a lot of loss of motivation. There was just a lot of, um, as you said, languish and, and all of that. And so, and then there are a lot of people where it's like, okay, they may not, they might not be diagnosed with depression or anxiety or what have you, but they also are kind of in this in-between space where they just don't feel like they have the drive or the motivation or just the mental capacity to show up for their life in the way that they they want to and that there are these real things that we can do physically tangibly to help kind of boost our mood in a way um through our lifestyle that we could show up right exactly exactly and you just you just nailed it right there Brittany. you said you said that that in between space mm -hmm. and it's that in between space where most people find themselves these days where it, you know they 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 don't like they're not depressed they're not at the low end but right. neither do they have mental fitness neither are they flourishing you like they're in that sort of gray zone and the reason i wrote the book was we have so many scientifically validated approaches to get somebody out of that in between space out of that gray zone up to the higher levels of mental fitness that I wanted to outline them for, for people, because there's just so many people who are in that situation and think to themselves, Oh, well, I guess, I guess this is how it is. I guess, you know, I, I, I am stressed out and I, I don't have enough time in the day to get things done. And my work is stressful and the pandemic and the economy and like, well, whatever, like all those things that are coming at us. So many people just kind of, I don't want to say give up, but I think they just go, well, I, I, I guess this is how it is because everybody around me seems to be in the same in-between space also. So I guess this is normal. And I want to let them know, no, there's all kinds of things we can do to help move ourselves up. Yeah, that apathy and and you and you do break it down so well and, and you lay everything out. And one of the things that you talk about in mental fitness are our three brains, which I thought was just such a great way to holistically approach like 
all the different functions that are related to the systems, um, kind of having that systems approach to mental health. And so I was hoping you could uh, describe for us, for those who have no idea what I'm talking about, um, what you yeah. are referring to when you're talking about our three brains and what are kind of the functions of those. Yeah. So, so the three brains refer to the, this, this general idea that how we feel, what we just described isn't just in our head. It's not just a brain thing. It's also a second brain thing. And the second brain is the gut. And it's also a third brain thing. And the third brain is the heart. And the, and the reason for that is that, and I unpack the science of this in the book, the, the brain in our head is, is certainly feeling all those feelings, right? We're feeling our, our energy and we're feeling our sadness and we're feeling our fatigue and we're feeling our energy in the brain, right? So totally get that. But where is the brain in our head getting that information? It's getting those signals from the gut. The gut is making 90 to 95% of our serotonin. And serotonin is the neurotransmitter, sort of of being happy or sad. If you have enough of it, you're going to be happy. If, you, if you're low in it, you're going to be, you're going to be sad. That's what a lot of the antidepressant drugs like Prozac work on is serotonin. Um, but your gut also makes about 70% of your dopamine. That's the neurotransmitter associated with motivation and drive. It makes most of your GABA, which is the neurotransmitter that's associated with relaxation. So we look at the gut and say, we need to get the gut solved first in order to make the brain in our head feel better. So, so that's the second brain idea. Um, the third brain idea is that the heart is also this, 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 this concentration of neurons where it will send signals to the brain. And the signals that the heart sends are more electromagnetic in nature, whereas the ones from the gut are more biochemical like neurotransmitters. But if we can get the heart in the right place by improving its efficiency, hmm. we can get the brain waves in the head to be more balanced, what we call resonant. And that can help people feel better. So the, the, this idea of the three brains is getting your gut balanced, getting your heart balanced in order to get you the brain in your head balanced. And when you get all three of them talking together, that's when we see vigor. That's when we see flourishing. That's when we see people starting to say, oh my gosh, I feel as good as I've ever felt my entire life. And that's, that's where we're trying to bring people with mental fitness. This is so exciting for me because um, really just this idea that mental health and physical health are one, like they are the same thing. And I feel like right. We talk and we talk a lot here in the faith sphere. And one of the things that I'm always trying to con communicate over and over again is like, there is a very physical aspect to mental health that is a part of all that. Like, ab absolutely, faith pays, plays a role. But then we have these real bodies and these real lived experiences that play a role that we can practically improve and help with. And, you know, everything that you're talking about, the gut, the heart, the brain, um, that that is that is awesome. I think that kind of summarizes everything so well and you and you talk about it so well. <laughs> right. And it's and it's and it's and it really is a it really is a two-way street, you know. So like if you have the, if you have the right thoughts in your head, if you're prayerful and you can be mindful and you can have you can express gratitude even in a in a stressful situation like all those kinds of things that are that are part of a of, of a faith based education yeah. that can help with gut health, that can help with heart health, that can help with stress levels, and what you end up getting is this beautiful feedback system where what you're doing in the gut helps the brain, what you're doing in the brain helps the gut, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So it, it really is this this multi directional communication that we have we have to think of you know sort of a from a from an overall perspective, like holistically. So I hope you guys are taking notes right. because now. Now we are going to 
school at this point. <laughs> it's it's the thing. It's the thing that the talk that you didn't get in school is what I should say. Um, putting it all together, <laughs> and something that you talk about is having a systems approach, which is basically what you're saying now. And you're talking about how it it, it is this idea of restoring balance across all the systems. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about what a systems approach means uh, when it comes to mental health and mental wellness? Yeah. So, so as, as a biochemist or, you know, some, sometimes it, you know, a, a, an engineer would use this language, right. To take a systems approach of saying, it's not just one part of the, of the engine or the overall system that is causing the problem. It's the entire system. So if we're talking about, you know, how you feel is not just in your head, it's also in your gut and it's also in your heart. And it's also, you know, in all these different parts, you have to think of that as a system and say, you know, the approach now is that if someone's sad, they they get a they get a Prozac pill, and that's supposed to solve the problem. And if the if the problem were only in your brain right. and were only due to this one neurotransmitter, serotonin, that might be a wonderful approach. But it's it's not. We know now the science tells us it is this system that the serotonin is coming from the gut and going to the brain and it's going across, you know, when we say gut brain axis, those signals are traveling across this axis, which involves your immune system and your circulatory system and your nervous system. So it's a lot of moving parts. That's what the system is. And so the, that can sound, when people hear that the first time, it can, they can, they can, it can sound complicated and people can go, oh, geez, now I have to learn, you know, all this other stuff and there's too many moving parts and where do I start? I'm already but overwhelmed. If yeah, it, 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 well, it can be overwhelming, but if you think of it from a holistic approach and say, you know what, let's use nutrition or let's use prayer or let's use mindfulness or let's use physical activity or let's use the Mediterranean diet or, you know, whatever the case may be, those are multifactorial approaches that will address this whole system. And the more of those choices that we can have, you know, a good diet and a good exercise regimen, and maybe some targeted supplements, we can actually come at it with, with more and more of a systems approach. And by doing that, you can get a better overall effect. And that's, that's really what the whole book is about to say, you know, here's all of the things that you can do. Now let's start to strategically put them together in a plan that addresses that whole system for you. Today's episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey guys, we're going to get right back to the conversation because trust me, I know you'll want to hear the whole thing. But I quickly wanted to share with you this exciting new partnership I have with BetterHelp. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P. One of the questions I get asked a lot are how you can go about starting therapy. A number of you are located around the country and even around the world. And as helpful as I often like to be, sometimes I find myself limited in being able to provide the one-on-one -on -one resources that you need. Well, I'm happy to say that one option I can share with you today is BetterHelp's online therapy and counseling services with licensed mental health professionals. Since I know a lot of you guys want more faith-based counseling as well, I'm even more excited to share that they also have another service called Faithful Counseling, which has licensed Christian therapists and counselors who are certified by their state, where you can receive licensed counseling using your computer, tablet, or mobile phone through video calls, phone calls, or text messaging. So I use BetterHelp Therapy. I've been using it myself, and it's been super convenient, you know, between school, work, and really just having someone 
someone to check in with on a regular basis has been so important for my own mental health. So what happens is when you sign up, you'd be matched with a counselor in 24 hours or less, and you can securely message your counselor anytime, any day, you know, day or night, and get replies within 24 to 48 hours. BetterHelp also has group in our sessions every week where you can learn in groups directly from licensed counselors on multiple topics like relationships and ways to overcome anxiety. Uh, I also found out that financial aid is available for those who qualify and you can apply for financial aid during the signup process. Hello. Additionally, listeners of the Faith and Mental Wellness podcast like you get 10% off of their first month using my specific link in the show notes below. And like I said, I know a number of you are around the world. BetterHelp is available worldwide. And if you want to get started and get matched with a counselor within the next 24 hours, I have links to both BetterHelp and Faithful Counseling in the show notes. I should mention that it is not a crisis line, okay? If you are experiencing a crisis, I have a link to all the crisis lines by country in the show notes as well. Check it out and let me know what you think. Okay, let's get back to the conversation. I love that so much. And, and and regarding the gut brain access and the microbiome, you know, I think sometimes that can be a little confusing. They're like bugs in my gut. I don't get it with my mental right. health. What does all of this mean? Um, we, and we've, we've actually we have talked about the microbiome on here, but I always love getting it said in just in other people's words, you know, sometimes hearing a thing more than once is really helpful. So I would love it if you could share with us um, your perspective and understanding and research of what is the microbiome and what is its effect on our mood and mental health? Like literally, how is our gut affecting our brain? Like how is our food yeah. down there to up there and creating mood changes? Like what is Yeah, that? and I, I, you know, I love I love the way you just said that, right? You said it in this very skeptical sort of way. How is the gut related to how I feel in my brain? That doesn't make any sense, does it? And 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 I'm glad you said it that way because your listeners, the first time they hear this, they ought they ought to go, I don't know about that. That doesn't sound right. That these bacteria in my gut are determining my mood and determining my energy and my motivation and so many other things. This is like, this is fundamentally changing how we think about human health, the discovery of the microbiome. And importantly, the discovery that we can modulate it pretty easily, mm -hmm. change what these bacteria are doing, change what bacteria are growing, change what, what neurotransmitters they're producing or, or other bioactive molecules like short chain fatty acids and things like that. It is fundamentally changing how we think about human health, because we know that if we can get the microbiome to make more serotonin, we're happier. We know if we can make more dopamine, we're more motivated. If we can make more GABA, we're more relaxed in the face of stress, which, which, is, which is when we want to you know, induce our relaxation response. But the microbiome is also changing how we think about cancer therapy. It's changing how we think about um, neurological conditions like Alzheimer's and Parkinson's and things like that. It's, it really is like the forefront front of science. And so, you know, my work in our lab, we're looking at the microbiome as a way to improve mental fitness. And luckily we found we can give certain probiotic strains as supplements. We can give certain fibers. We can tell people to eat more of these kinds of plants and less of those kinds of, you know, hamburgers and things like that. And we can document that this is giving a meaningful improvement in overall mood state or, or how somebody feels. Yeah, I'm always, this always excites me. I don't think people realize how like 
cutting edge and exciting everything this is this all is right now you know just that bi-directional communication between the gut and the brain and all the effects that it has um i always get really excited about the study where they took the rats that were depressed however rats can be depressed and they took their you know microbiome and then they put it in the healthy rats and then next thing they knew the healthy rats we're showing symptoms of depression. Now these are rats, right. but stuff like that is always really interesting to me because um, obviously you do research and you have a lab because uh, you can measurably see the difference, you know, in these in these clinical trials. Like it's not right. Just, yeah, um, we, so 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 we could we but, can do one of these interventions, you know, one of these lifestyle interventions, and we can measure somebody's microbiome and we can see oh after this intervention you have more lactobacillus or you have more bifidobacterium or you have more acromancia whatever the, the the population of bacteria we're looking at and then we can correlate that to okay when this one goes up mood goes up or when this one goes up energy goes up or when this one goes up etc and so you know that's that's looking at it from a mental fitness perspective but there are pharmaceutical companies and biotech companies that are looking at the same kinds of ideas and saying well if we can increase this bacteria cancer goes down mm-hmm. if we can increase this bacteria heart disease goes down so it really is the forefront of where science and medicine is going yes Yes. And so if you were to like, as someone who's just listening right now, if you were just kind of give like a baseline recommendation as far as here are some good things to eat or maybe stay away from when it comes to the mental fitness diet, what are some of the benefits of this approach and what do you recommend as far as eating? Yeah, that's, that's a good, that's a good, that's a good stepping off point. You know, people are like, yeah, all that science, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, what do, what I, do I do? Tell me what to do. Tell me what to do. <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, the easiest thing, and I, I, I tell people this, I read about this in the book. I, I tell people this in my seminars, eat more fiber. Um, I teach a college course about this idea of maximizing mental fitness. And mm-hmm. I say to the students, listen, if you go through this whole semester, if there's one thing that you take away, it's that you need to eat more fiber and, and not just, you know, go get a fiber supplement and throw it in your smoothie, but eat more brightly colored fruits and vegetables, because that's where you're going to get the kind of fiber that feeds your microbiome. One of the big, big problems we have as Americans is that we eat a processed food diet, which is low in fiber and low in phytonutrients, plant compounds, but it's also high in sugar. And so that is the, that is the trifecta of badness that you're getting something that's bad, the sugar part of it, that's feeding a population of bacteria in your microbiome that's associated with inflammation. And that leads to a host of mental wellness problems, but also physical health problems. So if we can lower the sugar, that's good, but you have to nourish your good bacteria and they thrive on fiber and phytonutrients. So one of the things I tell my students to do is try what I call is something called the 30 plant challenge. If you can eat 30 different kinds of plants in a one week period, that is really going to give your microbiome bacteria the, the fuel that they need to grow and populate and produce these neurotransmitters so that we feel good. That's the, that's the first easiest thing for people to do. I love that. I love that. So add some color, give yourself a colorful palette. If you notice it's all brown, you've got the chicken, the cornbread, the rice, you might want to color it up (laughs) with some fruits and vegetables. That happens sometimes you look down and you're like, wait a minute, like I've got all the, my, my plate is brown, right? It's very brown. Um, That's probably a sign to color things up. Um, And that being said, you know, um, you have worked with 
as well a lot of supplementation for supporting this what you call brain body biome connection which i love like i've never heard that term before and so i will totally use it i will quote you but um that you've specifically helped formulate with amare and uh i would i will definitely include the link in the show notes but could you tell us a little bit more about the supplementation work that you've been doing to target specifically all the things that you're talking about for the brain and body to help improve people's mental fitness. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we, we, we started Amari about five years ago and we've been selling products for about four years. And the idea was here's all this really cool science coming to bear where, where we can say to people eat 30 plants and eat less sugar and, you know, do, do, do all these things for your microbiome, but then it can get complicated. You know, we talked about the systems approach, you know, and the brain and the second brain and the third brain and all this kind of stuff. And we thought, you know what, what if we could boil that down and say, all right, there's specific fibers that we can give you to grow certain bacteria. There's specific phytonutrients that we can give you to, to protect those back good bacteria. There's particular bacteria, probiotic supplements that we can give that can help to lower stress or improve mood or improve relaxation because of how they work in terms of producing those neurotransmitters. So we thought, you know what, instead of saying to people, yeah, those things exist, why don't we pull them all together in a, in a formula where we can say, here you go. Here's a, here's a, here's a pack of products that, that really do all of those things across the gut brain axis. And that's, that's why we started Amari to be the mental wellness company. And it's, and it's, I think it's important to say, like, I don't want people to get the impression that, okay, now all you do is take this herbal concoction and everything is rosy. You know, I, I really think though, that if you take the right kind of supplement and you can improve your mood and you can improve your energy and you can lower your stress and you can improve your overall mental wellness, then it's going to be a lot easier for you to eat right and to exercise more and to get better sleep quality. So the supplement isn't the program necessarily, but it's a really important part that helps your program work even better. If that makes sense. Makes total sense. And I I always really appreciate, basically, you guys have kind of done the science for us and packaged it all in one way to make it efficient for the rest of us. Because of course, like, it's ideal to get all the nutrients, the essential nutrients from your food and from nature and all of that. But the truth is that we don't eat perfectly all the time. You know, I'm speaking for myself here. I won't project it. I'm sure you eat perfectly (laughs) every day. (laughs) No, even me, I'm a professional nutritionist and it's hard for me too. But it's hard. And then sometimes you're busy and you're on the go and this and that. And so um, just to even have some something that helps support those systems um, through your diet, I think is really, really helpful. So it's like you're meeting your needs and you know that those areas are covered um, by having this. Do you have a favorite product, by the way, um, that you guys have come up with or a few that well, you speak to and what they do? Yeah. So, so having sold products for, for about four years now, we have, we have probably 20, 24, right around two dozen products right now. Um, I think my favorite one is still the first one that we launched, which is something called fundamentals. That's our, that's our whole gut brain axis kit. So it's a product for the gut, a product for the brain and a product for the axis in between, because even now there isn't anything comparable on the market. There isn't anything that takes that holistic systems approach. There isn't anything that addresses the entire gut brain axis. There isn't anything that's using specific strains of probiotic bacteria matched with the right fibers, matched with the right phytonutrients. So I think it, I think it still is the, 
is the cutting edge of this new science. But then, you know, we have introduced other products, you know, now we have products that work quicker, that give you more motivation, for example, or more energy for people who want like, you know, an immediate, uh, immediate gratification, so to speak. I, I totally get it where customers are, you know, so people can, can kind of customize their own regimen to say like, okay, I want to do gut brain access for my resilience, but I also need something for my energy, or I also need something for my motivation or my metabolism or whatever the case may be. That's so exciting. It's almost, it's like biohacking in a way, essentially. Uh, a lot of people refer to this as biohacking. Exactly. We don't use that say. particular terminology. I know you guys. <laughs> it's a little, it's a I little know, aggressive for some people. <laughs> but yeah. I but love, one of the things, uh -huh. you, you, you know, one of the things we felt pretty strongly about when we first started is that if we're going to be the mental wellness company and we're going to put these ingredients together and say to somebody, these are going to help you feel better. We wanted to have a hundred percent money back guarantee because we wanted people to go, wait a minute, microbiome. I've never heard of that before. Gut brain axis. That's really going to help me feel better. We wanted to remove any sort of hesitation for people to say, look, please give these a try. We guarantee that they're going to help you feel better in all of these different ways we've talked about. So give it a shot, see what it does for you in your own body, in your own life. Yeah. And then if it doesn't live up to, to what we say, we'll happily give your money back. And I, I'll tell you, Brittany, we rarely have to mm -hmm. give people their money back because the science is there. The products yeah. do what we say they do. And this is such great timing because when while this is airing, we're starting up the new year. I know a lot of people have got their goals in mind or maybe their goals about how to be better about their mental health or their fitness. I don't know what goals you guys have going on, but we're in the new year. We're trying to get things started. We're trying to get ourselves on the right track, be intentional about how we're how we're directing ourselves this year. So I think that this is great timing um, for the person that is looking to get on top of their mental fitness you know, for this year and, and the things that they want to accomplish and get done. Uh, so definitely check that out. You guys, um, I will have the link to all of this in the bio. And that being said, like if you could leave, I know this is going to be a loaded question, but if you could leave the world with like one message about the importance of holistic mental wellness, uh, what would you say? Like, what is your heart's cry on this? Cause oh, I feel really yeah. passionate well, about it's it. You're like next level. And like I said, I'm having this interview for selfish reasons. I just wanted to sit here and hear all of this goodness and all these gems you have gathered through research and everything. Um, but yeah, what's your heart cry? <laughs> yeah, I would I would say that I would I want people to realize that mental wellness starts in the gut. And if they can start there, they'll be amazed at how much how much better they can be. Not only can they feel better, but I say this to people all the time, you will become the best version of yourself. And that's going to be good for you because you're going to feel better, but it's going to be good for everybody you interact with. It literally ripples out from that person. That person is now better in their family. They're better with their friends. They're better in their community. It just, I mean, when you're better, you have, you have, your cup is full and you're able to pour out to other people. And that, that is, it can be life-changing. And that's what we're all about here is that mental wellness so we can fully show up for the lives that we feel called and led to live. And so thank you so much for your time, for detailing all of this information. If you guys are enjoying what you've heard here, definitely check out his book, Mental Fitness. It's in the show notes. And that's really just gonna break down and go into detail 
everything that he's talking about and more so you can have it on hand yourself and kind of look at the research and information yourself. I highly suggested it. I skimmed through it and I can't wait to dive back into it. There's so much there. I mean, it's really all the holistic things about mental health in one place, um, which oftentimes you have to read different material from different places to get an understanding of these things, but you've combined all of it into one place, which is so needed. And I'm so appreciative and grateful for you. <laughs> well, thanks, Brittany. It was a pleasure to speak with you. Thank you. Thanks, guys, for joining. Until next time.